Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is sponsored by SJNL General Contractors. They are licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee, and they provide services such as mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you need any of these services, contact them 931-433-4660, 931-433-4660. Also, they are in need of heavy equipment operators, concrete finishers, CDL dump truck drivers, and pipe layers. If you're interested in employment with this family-owned business, you can go to the website www.sjnl.com. That's www.sjnl.com. It was legal shooting light, but there was a light mist coming up from the ground. It wasn't exactly bright daylight, but it was legal. A little buck walked out. He stood still. He was in some brush. I leaned over my rifle. I adjusted the scope. I had a hard time seeing this deer. I eased closer to my scope. Maybe there was a little fog on it. Maybe there was something else going on, but I leaned into the scope. I flicked the safety off. Let my breath out. And I let the trigger break. I didn't hear the sound of the 30-06 report. I was too busy concentrating on the moon-shaped divot in my forehead. Because of the dim light and the dense fog and the light brush, I was so concentrating on looking at my deer that I got too close to my scope. And I scoped myself. What an idiot. I waited the appropriate amount of time. I climbed out of the tree. I gathered up my stuff. I began to walk toward where I knew the deer would be lying down. I avoided some things and walked around because I knew the deer was standing right there and had to be laying right there. Well, I got over there and my deer wasn't where I thought he should be. That's when I looked down and noticed the blood on the ground. Oftentimes, you have to follow a blood trail sometimes to find a deer. And I began to follow this trail back. I said, well, maybe I need to go to where the deer had been hit and then follow the trail in the other direction. And I looked down. And when you're following a blood trail, you're concentrating just on the blood. And so you're walking from dot to dot to dot to smear to dot. And in just a few minutes, I was standing at the base of my tree. There was my climbing stand, and still no deer. Then it dawned on me I had blood-trailed myself. The scope had opened up a little moon-shaped cut in my forehead, and I was successful in having shot, wounded, and found myself. I, I eventually found the deer. Hunting with a rifle and hunting with a bow sometimes present different challenges. To simulate bow hunting, take your bow, go outside, do 100 jumping jacks, 50 burpees, then pick up your bow and try to hit a target with it. If you think that's tough, wait till you've actually shot an arrow at a deer. You wait 30 unending 
eternity-feeling minutes. And then you climb down the tree. You look for your arrow. When you find the arrow, then you begin to look for blood. A blood trail is a simple thing. Blood is unmistakable. Now, there are things you find that look like blood, but are not. But when you find blood, you always know it's blood. And blood in the moonlight has a very distinct look. I was hiding in the old mental health center one night. It's been torn down. It was located just south of the courthouse square. I was playing the bad guy for the local SWAT team. I wandered through the labyrinth of halls and ramps and stairs. My light played off the wall, and I recognized blood instantly. I followed the smears of blood on the wall until they came to the nest of boxes and cushions. Someone had spent the night here. I followed the crimson streak on the wall in the opposite direction until it led me to a lower entrance. The glass had been smashed, and someone had come through, and they'd cut themselves in the process. Without my light, I couldn't see my hand in front of my face, so the interloper probably didn't realize they were cut. No doubt, in the darkness, they had placed the wounded hand or arm against the wall to help them find their way through the darkness. But the blood told the story. I was up on top of Putnam Mountain. The day broke clear, cold, and windy. I've been hunting with Jim Goins for a number of years, and he radioed me about 7.02. He told me a small buck had come past him and was heading toward my area. The buck was walking in a straight line into my shooting lane, and suddenly he stopped. He wasn't alarmed, but he was suspicious. He changed directions. I ventured a shot through very light cover. I knew it was risky, but I knew if he kept going, he would get into thicker cover and there would not be a shot. He kicked. He trotted a few yards and he stopped again. This time there was nothing between me and him. He was not obscured by brush. and I've lost a deer or two from time to time, so I sent another 165 grain, 30-06, boat tail spire point at his heart. I called Jim on the radio. I asked him, Hey, did you have a shot at that deer and just let him go so I could get one? Jim's reply was that he let the buck decide his own fate. He said, I decided he could walk over here to me and die a merciful death, or walk over there to you and die in a hell of gunfire. Well, there's not much evidence to support whether I hit him with my first shot or not. The deer had what could have been surmised as two entrance wounds, but only one exit wound. By the way, that would have been some pretty tight shooting. So how do you tell? And the blood trail. I walked from the deer back to where he was standing and found two distinct spots where he had started and stopped. I walked it in reverse, and it told the last few seconds of the deer's life. Without going into great detail... There's sufficient cause to think that both my shots are on the money. He was dead. He just didn't know it. A blood trail can lend information about where a deer is hit. You can tell by the color of the blood if it's a lung shot, if it's a liver shot, or if it's a bad shot and it's a gut shot. A blood trail can tell you how fast a deer is traveling. Is, is he walking or is he running? You can even look at the blood trail and tell what direction the deer is moving in. There is a blood trail in the Bible. It's the blood of animals. Bulls, goats, 
rams, sheep, and oxen. That blood trail leads all the way from the Old Testament to the New. The blood trail leads from a garden called Eden to a garden called Gethsemane and on to a place called Golgotha. It goes from a perfect paradise to a place of skulls. Just follow the blood trail. Once it gets to the place of skulls, it switches from the blood of animals to the blood of a man. That trail leads us from sacrificing to becoming sacrifices. From Adam's denial of sin to our denying of self. From cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree to embracing our own crosses. Are you lost? Don't know which direction to follow? Just look for the blood trail. It leads from God to lost children and leads lost children home. Keeping up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is sponsored by Erupt. Erupt is the underground youth rally from the Volcano Room deep inside Cumberland Caverns. It's an annual event. This year it takes place October 24th at 6 p.m. It will be broadcast from their YouTube page. The speaker is Austin Johnson. His theme is Deeper. For more information, contact them at eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. That's eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. Or look at their website, three W's and a dot, eruptyouthrally.com. www.eruptyouthrally.com. Thank you.